You're listening to Join the Losers Bench, a bariatric surgery podcast. A show for people who want to take control and get healthy, or for people that have already taken the leap and want inspiration and support to continue being healthy and successful in their weight loss journey. If you are contemplating bariatric surgery, this is the place for you. Being a loser is not a good thing though, right? Not here. Losers are winners here. Not just losers, but anyone wanting to join the Losers Bench are also winners here. On each episode, we'll take you through all the ups and downs, the challenges, the wins, the sheer bliss you feel from gaining control of your life. We'll also have the pleasure of hearing from industry professionals, such as bariatric surgeons, dietitians, psychologists, sports physios, and patients' experiences alike about this journey, giving you the insights and opportunity to be informed and to help you be successful on your own journey. Without further ado, welcome your host and fellow loser, Nirvani. Welcome back, guys, to my podcast. This is episode two. Today, we will be discussing why I went overseas and how I came about choosing the surgeon that I did. Um, Last week, we talked about why I decided to have bariatric surgery and why I decided to go down that road. And uh, yeah, today we'll be discussing um, why I chose to go overseas for my surgery and how I came to find the surgeon that I did. But before I continue, I just want to mention a disclaimer and that is that all topics that we discuss here are definitely based on my personal experience and it does not by any way replace professional advice. Please seek professional advice before making any decisions that affect your health. So with that out of the way, Let's get into today's podcast. So let's say you've decided definitively that you are going to have bariatric surgery and um, you want to improve the quality of your life or your appearance, whatever your reasons may be. Well, that's great. But I was stuck at, well, what do I do next? Where do I even navigate this minefield of what I need to do? (laughs) Well, I guess I thought... First, I will start with my GP because um, everything goes through your GP. And um, so I just had a um, open and honest conversation with my GP. Uh, We sat down and spoke about the escalation of all of my complications. And um, she'd known me for five years since we moved to Brisbane. And she's seen all the different struggles that I've had with all the different things that were escalating in regards to my health. And basically, um, I said to her that, you know, unless I stop eating for months, and that is literally just stop eating, I'm never going to come up in front. I'm never going to lose weight. I'm never going to I'm just going to be peddling this cycle that I'm never going to get anywhere. And um, she agreed. Um, she said it comes to a certain point where, you know, no matter what you do is not going to help you and you're not going to get in front. And uh, as we discussed in the previous podcast, you know, life gets in the way and, you know, you just can't get in front and, you know, life as in your um, lifestyle affects the way you do things and you know a lot of the diets that I went on weren't sustainable so 
I just basically said to her, I'm just fighting this impossible battle. I just feel like I need a um, leg up in um, getting in front of things. And um, we discussed a lot of the articles that were out there on the net about the great progress that um, in the intervention of bariatric surgery has been having in diabetics. And I've also attached in the show notes uh, a link to the flyer that I actually read from Diabetes Australia. And um, I've also attached an article about how far advanced um, bariatric surgery is coming along when it comes to curing diabetes. Well, I guess diabetes is not something that you can cure, but it's something where you can go into remission. So my GP confirmed that in fact it is a good option for me. She actually thought that I would benefit from having the bariatric surgery and she said you know there are a lot of conclusive um, research out there that you know bariatric surgery is helping patients to go into remission on diabetes and she knew that that was one of my biggest concerns that you know I was turning 50 and I didn't want to die early or didn't want to have complications or didn't want to have my young family have to deal with all of the issues that I was having. So, you know, I just basically said to her, I want to stay away from all these um, obesity related complications. And if it was possible for me to go into remission and be free of all these complications and the regime that I was following, having the five needles a day, um, it was all very stressful having to work full time and, um, you know, juggling uh, family and kids and life. I said to her, I just felt like I'm trapped and I just want to be free. Um, she basically then said to me, okay, well, that's fine. I'll give you a referral. You can go and see a bariatric surgeon and um, see what, you know, he says and we can go from there. So basically that's your next process. You go to your GP and then you get a referral to a bariatric surgeon. So I made the appointment. And I went and saw this surgeon in Brisbane. And um, at this point, um, I realized that all the doc, all, all I was there was for the doctor to make money. Now I do realize that there are a lot of doctors with different bedside manners. And he's, I mean, it, not all of the doctors are going to be like that. Um, I had my operations leading up to this with fantastic doctors that had great bedside manners and they really cared. And I always felt that, you know, I was uh, not just a number, but a person. And I had a personal um, interaction and felt very close to all the doctors that I've dealt with before. But with this surgeon, I just felt that, yeah, that I was just there for him to make money. And um, I was also overwhelmed, totally overwhelmed at the fact that I had to pay about $25,000 for a two-day stay in a hospital that I wasn't even going to be consuming any food from. And also on top of that, I had to go through a strict liquid diet. <laughs> I know this is a bone of contention with a lot of people and it's not very pleasant. I have done some research on the shakes and I can tell you that, you know, it is a chemical shitstorm and it's not going to do your stomach any favors. It really affects digestion and, um, you know, it's just not something that's natural. It's not something normal and it's not something that I supported. 
And yeah, I mean, the whole shake diet, I can do a whole podcast on just that subject alone might be an idea there. On top of all of that, I mean, not only did I had to fund the more than 25,000, but you also have to fund the the shakes, um, which is not cheap. And also you have to have that three times a day. And, um, you know, it's not very cheap at all. I left, I guess, that whole appointment feeling very uneasy. Um, I walked out of the appointment with like a date booked for three months time. So I went there sometime in September, October, and I had booked it for December because I thought, well, you know, I just want this done. After I came out of that appointment, though, I reflected on how I felt with the doctor and I reflected on how the doctor responded to my questions. And um, I reflected on how I felt when I was with him, whether, you know, I really wanted someone like that to do the operation. And I just felt that, you know, he was very dismissive with my concerns or questions. And he just said, you know, everything will be fine, yada, 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 just sign here, do this, do that. And um, these are the pre-op shakes that you can try. And then he gave me a list of all the complications that can happen. And he said, you know, don't worry, I do this all the time. These complications can happen. But yeah, don't. Um, it's rare. Um, it's safe. I do this a million times. Yada yada yada. So I just felt like, t- like he may do it all the time, but to me, like I'm new to this. I don't know what this process is. So in the way that he treated me, I guess you know he assumed that I already had learned about it, or I, I really don't know what he was thinking. But yeah, I just felt totally uneasy. I came out of the appointment feeling a little bit bamboozled and confused and unsettled. So I just thought, you know what, I've booked this surgery, but I guess I'm not locked in. I can always cancel. It's my choice. And I started to join every single Facebook support group that I could find in Australia, literally every single Facebook group. And I was determined that I will be able to find a doctor out there that I can I can gel with and feel like he was the right fit for me, he or she, sorry. So I I didn't have private health insurance, so I was self-funding. So I thought if I'm going to pay this amount of money, I need to be comfortable with whoever I choose. So I started to search all these groups for people's experiences with doctors. And I also started to find out that all these doctors that I found out about and their methods, what they believed in, um, how people have felt, like what their preparation was, what's their bariatric surgery views, what their qualifications are and all that stuff. So it's important and very imperative that you choose the right surgeon. The surgeon that you choose is very important and the research that you do on the surgeon is really important. And I came to realize that there's a lot that can go wrong. So yeah, in my searches, I was also interested in finding out the complications rates because that was something very common that was coming up in a lot of the forums. And I also came to realize that complications were really common. And in my opinion, bariatric surgery, the one that I was doing, which is the sleeve gastrectomy and the bypass is not reversible. And so I didn't want to have more complications come up compared to the complications I'm already suffering with the diabetes. So I was thinking, well, if that was the case and I was going to end up with all these complications, like what? it's pointless doing this surgery. So the more I read and the more I consumed myself into these groups, 
the more I started to see one particular doctor that constantly came up with five-star reviews and accolades from most of his Australian and New Zealand patients. And I started to get really curious about this doctor. And um, I realized later on that this particular doctor actually is a specialist bariatric surgeon in his field. He is also knighted in Malaysia, which is called a dato ship. So it's like a knight and only certain people with certain uh, things get that kind of title in Malaysia. It's like the, it's a really high title that you can get. And this doctor's name was Tik Fuji. So um, the forums praising him and all the benefit of having the surgery with him. Now I'll just list some of the benefits that, you know, he, that people had mentioned. And one of the most prevalent ones was that he doesn't actually do or believe in the pre-op or post-op diet. Now, when I say pre-op or post-op diet, a lot of people in Australia say that that's to shrink your liver. I actually think that, you know, um, at the end of the day, a good surgeon will be able to get around anything. If you were in a car accident and you were rushed to hospital, there has been no prep. A good surgeon will have to save you, get around your organs, do whatever he needs to do to get you well. And um, this particular surgeon, he actually um, practices something called minimal invasive surgery. So because of that reason, he doesn't actually need your liver to be shrunk. And um, so, yeah, I was thinking, wow, that's really awesome. And so, the other benefits of having minimal invasive surgery was the fact that it's minimal scars and it's also very minimal recovery time. I will actually link you to the to his Instagram page. Um, he has some really amazing before and after photos. He's got some information on, you know, scarring and he's he's very active on Instagram and yeah, you can just follow him on Instagram and get an idea of, you know, what he's all about. So yeah, I'll link in the show notes down below for you to see what benefits he has. Um, the other benefit that he had is, like I was saying in Australia, there's a lot of complications. And one of the complications that came up often was the leak, a leak from the staple line where they staple the other end of your stomach and take the 80% out. Now that can cause a lot of issues and it is quite serious. And this particular doctor, he actually does something called a double fold method of sealing your stomach. And I also found out that before you leave to come back to Australia and you're cleared to fly, he does something called a barium swallow test as well. This is a x-ray that you do and it's this liquid that you've got to drink. And while that drink is going down, they x-ray your stomach and it picks up any leak. So I felt really secure that, you know, he he's doing everything possible to give us the best outcome. And, you know, like it, it reassures you. So I guess in on my point of view, I just felt like he was the right fit for me. And um, I just felt like I found the one. <laughs> I mean, I know that sounds pretty corny, but I just felt like he was the one and my mind was 100% made up. And I just needed to basically, you know, it was like uh, the moment was like, shut up and take my money. That's how I felt. And so um, anyway, at this point, I had um, not even entertained the fact that I would be going overseas. Um, I didn't even think about it, really. It was not on my radar. 
and I hadn't had any clue at all about Malaysia and its medical side of things. I've visited there many, many, many times. I love the food there. I go there to, I've been there many times for holidays. And so I started to research about Malaysia and its uh, medical system. And I came to find out that Malaysia was actually one of the top five countries for medical tourism. And um, I've linked down below again in the show notes the the resources to, for you to read if you are interested about Malaysia being one of the top five countries. Another thing I also found out was that their methods were way far ahead and beyond Australia. Now, this was really shocking to me because obviously I had eight or nine different surgeries prior to this. And every single one of those surgeries was in Australia. And I was under the impression that Australia and the US, I guess, I mean, or the UK would be one of the best countries for um, medical. And so, yeah, reading about these, like I'm, I'm starting to think more and more that, yep, this is the place for me. And I felt really comfortable. And I started researching the medical facility that I will be going to. I started researching the accommodation and um, I came to realize that they also, um, you know, I would get a concierge that would be looking after me. I started asking a lot of questions about the, um, you know, what precautions the doctor takes. And um, basically, I was told that I have to have a lot of testing done prior to going because um, obviously, the doctor doesn't know me from a bar of soap or my history. So I have to do a full blood test. I had to do a stomach ultrasound. I had to do an ECG. I had to do a uh, gastroscopy. So there was all these um, tests that I needed to do prior to. And that also made me feel really comfortable that, you know, the doctor was not, I was not just about making him money and he really did care for me. And I had to go through an assessment process. So he actually gets all your information. He goes through it all. And at this process, you need to be as honest as possible because um, everything that you have to reveal is all about like that. His decision to do the operation on you is based on your honesty and your um, history. So after I did all that and I was accepted, I actually made the reservation and I basically booked it in for the same day I was going to have the surgery in Australia. <laughs> I I just felt really safe and I felt really sure and I felt really reassured that I was making the right choice. I also came, you know, basically I came to know that not, not only is he the best doctor in the world, that also the systems and the um, procedure is far more advanced. I could have a holiday and um, I get a concierge. So if I don't know how to navigate myself around there, there's somebody to help me. And to be honest, the kicker was that I don't even have to go through the horrible liquid diet, but it's going to cost me half the price it would in Australia. And I was like, literally shut up and take my money. I was like that keen to go. I was like, my mind's made up. And yeah, I was just like really settled, sure. And I was really looking forward 
started going. Um, so that is my experience on why I went to Malaysia and why I chose Dr. G. I know we've been talking a lot about me lately um, in the first few episodes, but I guess it is about my journey and we will get to talking to guests once we finish. And, you know, hopefully you can learn some things from me, from my experience. And we'll talk about, you know, how the first few weeks were. And next week we will discuss my experience in KL with the doctor, the hospital, the operation, the recovery, the pain, the gas, the eating and all those gory details. So guys, that's all we have time for today. But um, until next week, uh, uh, just a side note, all the music produced for my podcast here is done by my son, Keshen Gamage. So if anyone is interested in this music, please reach out to me. All the details and resources, don't forget, are in the show notes. And uh, we will see you next week. Thank you very much. That's a wrap, losers, for this week on Join the Losers Bench. Hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening. If you love this podcast, please hit subscribe, like and share with your friends, family or with anyone that is considering surgery and wants to be a loser. We appreciate your feedback, so give us a rating and please review our podcast. Join our Facebook group, Join the Losers Bench, for more discussions, tips and tricks, and make sure you enjoy the community and support. Don't forget to look at show notes for any links and resources. And remember, everything you ever wanted is sitting on the other side of fear.